Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. To get a chance to play with those two guys and see what they're able to do uh, day in, day out. Their commitment to the game and their skill level. Um, you know, Leon uh, playing with one ankle last year in playoffs, just adjusting his game and using his, his smarts and his passion ability to, to be so effective for our team. Uh, I think that just shows that on his ability and his level and then the leadership that, that Connor shows uh, night in, night out. The, the performance he put on in, in game uh, one, or sorry, game seven against uh, the Kings and then uh, to get the game winner again against, uh, to close out the series in game, in, a, in the second series against uh, Calgary. I think it just shows you the heart that he has. Everybody talks about his skill level, but it, it's his heart uh, and his will and determination that make him uh, the best player ever that is that's duncan keith that make him the best player ever that is duncan keith who joined us on yesterday's show on a day in which he uh retired talking about co- the impact of Connor mcdavid and leon dry and that is our orders now audio vault for direct workwear featuring edmonton's largest selection unbeatable prices and customer service that makes you feel like family our top story today for legacy heating and cooling whether it's heating or cooling you need get it with no payments and no interest for a year that's how you build a legacy legacy heating and cooling our top story is since duncan keith did that quote and talked about playing of dry and mcdavid Evander Kane commits to Edmonton on a four-year deal at $5.125 million. Jack Campbell signs a five-year deal at $5 million. Um, and Brett Kulak, though it's not been made official by the team, but the agent has uh, confirmed Jerry Johansson, four years, $2.75 million to return to Edmonton. And we do not believe the orders are done. Ken Holland will be talking in about 25 minutes' time. We're going to go uh, to Ken's press conference down at Rogers Place. By the way, we are boxed out of our broadcast uh, location at Rogers Place because of the Cirque du Soleil setup. But at this time, we're going to head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. And we welcome back to the show Brian Lawton. And Brian, in point blank, I'm going to give it to you. The, the McDavid dry settle factor. Are we talking about the Oilers having what the fans are absolutely stoked and pumped up about so far in free agency, having this run on Keane and Campbell and Kulak, if not for McDavid and dry settle? What do you think? No chance that they have this run, if not for those guys. And it, it's been talked about 
for a few years now, but Edmonton needed to do what they did this year, which was rise up, surprise some people in the playoffs, and get, leave people with the feeling that, you know what, this team's for real. They've got a real chance to win not only a Stanley Cup, but Stanley Cups in the next certainly five to eight years. Uh, once you get over that hump, and I felt like Edmonton was just under it for the past few years, but now that they're over it, you're seeing some of the fruits of that event happening right in front of our faces. Evander Kane was a very good call by Ken Holland. Uh, didn't get forced into going more or longer than the market would bear. It's probably one of the more difficult things you have to do as a GM is try to find that sweet spot. I feel like what's transpired since Kane agreed has clearly been a huge win for the Edmonton Oilers in terms of what they were able to get him on. So you, you've been, a, yeah, Brian, you've been a general manager. You've also been, you know, the man that started Octagon's player agency. So let's start with Evander Kane and the fact that Ken Holland gave Kane's camp and Dan Milstein the opportunity to go take a look-see. Uh, what else was out there? Uh, give me your thoughts on how strategic of a move that all, did that hurry this process along for Evander Kane? I think it gave him a, a peek behind the curtain, so to speak, and I'm not sure that uh, he liked what he saw. I don't think he saw any monster deals. I don't th think he saw any monster AAV. I think he saw similar numbers, but I think in the end he said, why am I going to make a lateral move contract-wise in terms of AAV and salary and end up playing somewhere where it may not be nearly as advantageous certainly as Edmonton was for him. He was a perfect fit. I don't want to make it sound like he doesn't deserve any credit because Evander Kane is a special player. He has just lacked focus prior to his run with Edmonton, and it's really hurt his value. He has a chance to continue on with what he built on last year and really build himself into a guy that is universally no asterisk next to it, considered an elite top-of-the-heap power forward in this league. Uh, what's interesting with Kane is during his interview with us, Brian, he said he didn't – he felt he kind of – well, I don't, I forget the exact quote was, he, but he goes, I wanted to make sure there was a little bit left uh, to do some other things. I found that to be a pretty interesting comment. Yeah, it certainly is. And, you know, at, at some point you make enough money and Evander's had his own challenges where money is probably – more important that it should be at this point in time in his life but it doesn't matter at some point you get to a point where you just want to win you want to win a championship that is at the very heart of every player that ever played this game you want to remember back to when you were a kid and most of the guys that make it to the nhl they've generally had some pretty massive success at the lower leagues they know that's the most enjoyment they associate that enjoyment from their youth and everybody wants to get back to it and this year was kind of that year for the oilers where Connor mcdavid could take a look and say yeah okay i remember this when i was dominant i remember this with the success i had when i was younger uh, and it's a great feeling and i think evander kane was thinking in those terms when he made those comments give me your thoughts five years times uh five million for jack campbell who in the first half of the season uh, until january 1st had a 939 save percentage of the best in the nhl and then cratered in the second half of the season dealing with an injury yeah my, my thoughts on the goaltending market is if you're going to pay for a guy 
that you believe you can win a championship with, you're going to have to put, pay just about $5 million. The term is what it is. Uh, we have a lot of changes going on in the goaltending market, primarily because a lot of these guys, and we could list them, it's a long list of guys that have been starters in the last two, three, four years have all retired. So I think this is good value for Edmonton. But when you really study this market, it's hard to predict who's going to have the big year. These guys are jumping around more than ever. They're up and down like yo-yos. You kind of have to pray and hold on. But at the end of the day, I like the bet of Jack Campbell. If he doesn't have a really successful year this year, in my opinion, it'll be more on the decor and the coaches and the remainder of the teams. There, there's very few guys that are like Vasilevsky or Shesterkin in this league that are going to play at a certain level no matter what. I feel like we overpay for goaltenders in general. I feel like this isn't an overpayment. It's a good bet, but these guys are up and down like yo-yos, and you need to keep that in mind. It has more to do with situation than it does their abilities. We're joined right now by Brian Lawton, uh, who spent years working with the NHL Network. He's a former general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning, also headed up Octagon's player agency. Brett Kulak, uh, there was a quiet market with him at some point. Uh, we know that both the Colorado Avalanche and the Carolina Hurricanes were rumored to be in on him. Now, Josh Manson re-signed in Colorado, and uh, San Jose dealt away. I don't think San Jose is done today, for the record. Uh, San Jose dealt away Brent Burns in, in a little bit of a perplexing deal for me uh, to the Carolina Hurricanes. First of all, just would like to get your observation. What did you think of the return that the Sharks got in the trade uh, for Brett Burns? Uh, not what I would have expected, to be honest with you. Okay. Uh, at the same time, I think the Sharks are just trying to, you know, they're trying to eliminate some of the contracts that are challenging on their books. There's no doubt about it. You could throw Vlasic into that category. You could throw Rick Carlson into that category. For that matter, you could throw Logan Couture into that category. Um, I don't think anyone would touch Vlasic's contract with his term and uh, price. Brent Burns was one of those guys you could move. It was interesting. He did have that three-team no-trade list or three teams he would agree to be traded to last Carolina was not on it, but that should, should work out generally when a team doesn't want you. It's really tough to stay with that team. We've seen guys do it, but it's not productive in the end. It, it is an option that players have Fred Burns in this case. I think he wants to get back to trying to win a championship. And I think he's got a really good chance with Carolina. The fact that the sharks paid as much as they did, that surprised me quite a bit to be honest with you i just said wow off the uh <laughs> i think it went on the air there uh, i had a lot of time for eric gabranson i was thinking like you know three years 1.75 million played pretty well for the calgary the columbus blue jackets have signed gabranson a four-year deal 16 million he gets four million aav um Played third pairing for uh, Calgary last year. Legitimately hard-nosed, tough, right-shot D-man. The Oilers got Kulak done at $2.75 million, and he was an analytics darling in the course of the playoffs. Your perception on Edmonton retaining Brett Kulak? Uh, on Edmonton retaining Kulak, I think that was a tremendous deal for the Oilers. I'll be honest with you. I was afraid that somebody may hit that three-and-a-quarter, three-five mark and he may move on. I don't think that happened in the marketplace. But 
as you look at Cabranson, it's tough. That's uh... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I can't believe there was anybody. For sure, when you're an agent, you're telling a team someone else will go there. A lot of times that'll come down to certain teams that maybe your clients have said, look, I would go there, but it better be a lot better than the rest of the market. Columbus right now is a wonderful market. There's nothing wrong with Columbus. But I think it's the opposite effect of what's happening in Edmonton. And that is that people are wondering what direction Columbus is going to go in. They've got Patrick Laine they got to deal with this year. They don't really have a lot of centers. They had a huge deal that they did in the last 18 months for Zach Wierenski. But when you talk to agents or players or teams, there's a lot of confusion as to what they're doing. And that hurts the club's ability to sign a player. That's a tremendous deal for Gramranson. I don't blame him for taking it. But I would imagine that that beat the mark significantly from what was out there. And Ben Chirot has, Cam, you want to jump aboard here for a second? got an update. Ben Chirot, uh, the Montreal Canadiens traded Chirot to Florida for a first-round pick, and then they traded Kulak to Edmonton for a second-rounder. And frankly, Kulak outperformed Chirot in the playoffs. The Oilers get Kulak down four times, 2.75. The numbers have come across from Detroit on Ben Chirot. What is it? Four years, uh, 4.75 AAV. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the Kulak deal is looking pretty good right now, Brian. It, it is. Ben Sherrod is considered the better player, certainly going into the playoffs. Uh, he had played in the finals like Kulak the year before, but had played above him more minutes. Um, I'm not surprised. I would have guessed four and a half for Sherrod. I just think the Kulak deal is a really great deal for the Oilers, and I would imagine that there were lots of other teams that wanted him, but they probably wouldn't go to the term. And you got to be so flexible and so agile in your views of what's going on, in my opinion, on this day more than ever in the history of the NHL, because there's a lot of wild things happening right now. Those are great calls. I can pick out 10 people, in my opinion today, that have made horrific calls for their teams. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's. I like to focus on the good ones so we don't embarrass anybody. But uh, okay, there's there's some crazy things going on out there today. I know you have friends in Chicago. Are they going to be calling you here? What the hell are they doing? Like, the Debrinket trade, I kind of get. God, I guess. Maybe I maybe I'm the only guy that likes Kirby Doc that much, but a six foot four right shot center, those guys tend their trajectory takes off in time at 23, 24, 25. I thought Montreal with Kent Hughes absolutely crushed the draft. And Chicago, like to me, it was like, are they trying to send Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taze, and Seth Jones a message? Give me your take on Chicago first. What's going on there? Well, it's clear that, you know, they're not going to be and uh, we think we're going to win the Stanley Cup mode this year by their actions. Kirby Doc is, there's no way to explain that other than you have a management team that just 
made an assessment, and this is what you get paid for, that Kirby Dock is not going to develop into that prototypical number one big centerman that can handle it against other top centers in the league. That's just all that is. That's a we don't believe it. We don't think he's ever going to be any better than an average to below average second line center. That's a really gutsy call. Uh, I have talked to people that absolutely agree with it, and I have talked to people who completely disagree with it. I don't have any problem with that. You're in these top jobs, make decisions. Sometimes you got to put your know, you know what on the line, and that's what they've done there. Uh, they have also been very clear that this is going to be a more traditional rebuild. Think prior to the salary cap era where people are gyrating up and down much more quickly. So, um to me, Chicago, you know, they went out, they signed Domi, they signed Athanasio, a guy that Edmonton fans are familiar with. They paid him $3 million. Edmonton wouldn't go there. He had a pretty good year for L.A. last year. They're hoping he can play well for them till at least the trade deadline and probably flip one or both of those guys at the deadline because I don't think they're thinking playoffs this year at all. All right, Brian, great stuff. Uh, appreciate your time as always, and we shall stay in touch, my man, okay? Absolutely, Bob. Thanks for having me on. You bet. That is Brian Lawton, the former general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, started Octagon's player agency, which is a top-four agency in the business right now. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers, just to recap, this is what they have done so far. Last night, Evander Kane confirming he had signed a four-year extension at $5.125 million. The Oilers confirmed it this morning. We've heard from Evander on today's show. The Oilers have confirmed the signing of Jack Campbell, who we had here on Oilers now. Five years at $5 million. The official confirmation has not come through yet on Brett Kulak, but the agency has told us four years times 2.75 million Kulak returns. And if you're seeing the price points on Gabranson and on uh, Sherratt, you're not minding the 2.75 on Kulak right now. Once the Oilers confirm it, we'll get to it. We'll tell you that guests on the show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse, whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night in the town. Every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. Bob Stoffer, Cam Moon, Derek Scott, Brendan Escott with you for today's three-hour free agent frenzy show brought to you by On the Level Concrete Correction. They're going to lift your concrete surface up on the level. We'll take a time out. We're going to get to your text. Tell us what you think. Where are you at right now? Are the Oilers having a good day in free agency? And Cam Moon will have some updates on the latest players to sign. You're listening to Oilers now. Darner L. Nurse skating today with Connor McDavid. Remember, uh, after the playoffs were over, despite the fact that he had a torn hip flexor, uh, Ken Holland, the Oilers GM, said Darnell Nurse would not require surgery. This is Oilers Now, and we are going to go into NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. And here's Cam Moon with the Oiler updates first and then on to some big news in the NHL. Edmonton Oilers, uh, Vander Kane announcing it late last night. Uh, coming back to the Oilers, four years at 5.125. Jack Campbell coming to Edmonton uh, to tend the twine for five years at $5 million per. And Brent Kulak, four years at 2.75. It's starting to roll through pretty quick here in the NHL. Yuri Slavkovsky, first overall pick, 22 
NHL draft. Montreal signed him to his ELC. Darcy Kemper signs in Washington. And he wins the Stanley Cup in Colorado, but he goes to the Capitals five years at 5.25. Claude Giroux goes to the Ottawa Senators three years at 6.5. Vincent Trocek to the New York Rangers seven years at 5.63. Uh, Andrew Kopp to Detroit five point five years at 5.625. And uh, coming up, or just came down a little while ago, Erica Branson to Columbus at five or four years at $4 million per year. Let's go to the text on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 1253 at Edmonton. Chris says, what a great day for Ken Holland and his management team, Bob. Love these signings. And Rosito says, Bob, looking good so far. Looks like $8 million or so left. Would they try to get a $4 million winger or a D-man still gives a $4 million bump for Yamamoto and McLeod and possibly Pugliarvi? I think they might need one more good player to get past a powerhouse like Colorado from Andresito and Nelson. Again, I've got $4 million set aside for the comments of Yamamoto and McLeod, just because I assume something could be happening theoretically um, with the Edmonton Oilers, yes, of Paul Yarby. Now, uh, if they say get a guy like Connor Brown, there's got to be some moving out uh, money. I, I, that's an absolute given. The team still probably needs to look at signing a depth uh, fourth-line guy at a million bucks and a depth defenseman. I know they have Slater Cuckoo. Uh, I'll give you a name that might make sense, Ben Harper. He's a hard-nosed, tough defenseman, can play both sides, six foot six, 230 pounds, uh, played ahead of Erica Branson two years ago in the playoffs to the National Predators. I would have time for him on a one-year deal. Oh, by the way, he is represented by Jeff Jackson, the same man that has Connor Brown, the same man that has Connor McDavid. Uh, Give credit where credit is due, says Dustin. Holland and his camp have done excellent so far. Bob, is Giroux worth more than Kane? Well, the Oilers got Kane done at 5.125 million. Claude Giroux got six and a half times three. Big Bad Brad says, Bob, great day for the Oilers. Holland and his sons are taking care of business in a shrewd manner. In Kulak, Kane, Campbell, and Skinner for 13.5 out so far. Keith, of course, retired Hall of Famer. Smith, who's going to go on LTIR. Cassian and Koskinen, 15.4. This is masterwork. Ryan from Stoney says, Bob, in your opinion, are the Oilers done adding to the blue line after signing Kulak, or will they trade Barry and potentially make more moves? Uh, I, I think the Keith retirement increased the chances that, you know, and, and don't forget, Kulak played pretty well with Barry, but we'll wait and see what ends up transpiring. Bob, what about Nick Delorier? Are we still in on him? That one comes to us from JL. I think if you get Connor Brown, you're probably not in on Nick Delory, but I'm not sure how this is all going to pan out. Um, Haji has texted us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line at 780-496-0063. Bob, right now, Ken Holland has hit the ball into the gap and is rounding second. If he can finish the trade of Brown or Landon Delory, maybe a, a bigger cycle and back-breaking D-man, Kenny will round third and beat out the throw for the inside-the-park home run. I haven't been this excited during an offseason since watching the pronger Peck a presser in the summer of 2005. Well, I, I do uh, uh, do remember this. Uh, Delorier, by the way, has officially signed with the Philadelphia Flyers. Has that come across yet? So, can you just check that cam to see if that has indeed happened? Uh, I know he was looking for four years at two million. Uh, that hasn't, but Andre Burakovsky to Seattle, five years at 5.5 AAV. There you go. So we people said, well, what about Dachushkin? What about Burakovsky? You know who's not gone anywhere? Johnny Goodrow. 
and Nazem Kadri. Oh, wow. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, again, 780-496-0063. Uh, Bob, there's a little bit of chatter regarding the potential availability of Mackenzie Weger. Any possibility the owners could get him? Uh, get in on acquiring him, solid defenseman, real manageable number. Uh, well, he's he's a good defenseman. He's got great analytics. Bob, if uh, Kulak uh, plays with Barry, who plays with Bouch? Well, I actually think you'll see Kulak with uh, Bouchard, and I think you'll see Broberg with Barry. But again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Stoney has texted us. Uh, fantastic work so far. Need Barry gone if you want Brobert to have any success. Bouchard and Barry are redundant. That one comes to us from Stoney. Mark says, what about Malkin? What about Malkin? He got four years at $6.1 million to stay with Pittsburgh, which is where he um, has belonged. Uh, the Oilers are... I'm going to... There, there's another name of... In, I know that uh, Frank Saravalli tweeted out Kelvin Pickard. Uh, Greg McCaig is a player that is represented by Jeff Jackson. He's a journeyman right shot center and would not be surprised if um, the Oilers end up looking at Greg McCaig as well. Uh, You've not seen Delorier confirmed anywhere yet. I'm getting multiple texts from people saying it's done with Delorier. So, uh, again, you can text us 780-496-0063. It's 1258 in Edmonton. When we come back, uh, we'll have Oilers general manager Ken Holland's presser. A little bit later, we'll have Ken as well. Uh, We're going to head off to a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson on Free Agent Frenzy. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.